Domine, Yes, that is the chant from the Holy Grail. I have Mr. Stevie Cade here with me. Hello. Hello, Stevie. Stevie is back. This is the third time Stevie's been on the show. So it's great to have you here. So in a previous episode, the simulation theory episode, I kind of mentioned in that episode that I had plans to do a religion versus science episode. And I know that you listen to the podcast and I got a text from you kind of hinting like, whenever you do that episode, I'd be interested in sitting in on that one. Yep. Absolutely. So we have you here to discuss religion versus science. Yay! We're going to go through some stuff, kids, that is educational. We're going to talk about the origins of religion and things like that. We're not going to get too deep into necessarily science, but the whole point of this is to talk about the conflicting ideas between those who consider themselves religious, yet still regularly embrace modern science and things like that. So before I get ahead of myself, what I was just saying, you know, it's only been in, you know, recent years or decades where technology has really taken off and people in general society have become dependent on it. Up until then, though, so much technology was just considered demons or the work of the devil. I mean, look at like music, you know, Alice Cooper or Kiss or all of these bands that their albums were burned in churches and things like that. Yeah, pretty much anything that people don't understand is the devil. Right. Yeah. Now, that's had to have changed, like I said, in recent decades because people have become more dependent on technology. And so therefore, they're able to just kind of fudge beliefs a little bit. Yeah, cherry pick what they want to you know bring into their belief system. Right. Absolutely. And just like you have churches nowadays that, I mean, are regularly in order to get more tithing. For those of you who don't know what tithing is, that means they want your money. So in order for the church to get your money, now I know you Christians and people will be like, that's not what tithing is about, Jeff. It's fine. That is the fucking basis of it. But they do live streams. You know, so every Sunday, if not multiple times through the week, in order for people to not have to attend the physical church. They have people from all over the world watching their sermons and stuff and sending them money. And the irony is in that is, you know, if you pay attention to revelations in the Bible, it speaks of, you know, the world connecting, you know, in an instant. Right. It being the sign, the sign of end times, you know. But, yeah. But we just kind of just ignore that. We'll brush that under the rug. Well, because, yeah. Well, we get more donations this way. Well, and how many end times has been predicted by religion or the Bible that never fucking happen to look at Y2K. That was, for so many people, that's the end. This is when Jesus is coming back and he's going to look fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah, but, you know, the fact that churches are embracing social media, live streams, things like that, to me... It's a bit of hypocrisy in that because if that technology, especially knowing that it can be used for porn and gambling and things like that. If they would have looked at this technology 20 years ago, kind of outside the box, let's say like in a movie or something where it was portrayed and we didn't actually realize this level of technology yet, they would look at that and think, I have, oh, that is so unholy. I, I would never be a part of that. Well, until it becomes convenient to you. Right, and profitable. Right. And you have churches popping up left and right. Like, all of a sudden, I'll tell you what, like, one of the biggest, like, growing segments of Christianity that I've noticed in the last 10, 15 years is non-denominational churches. Like, I was raised very Catholic, but then when my brother and my dad became born, again, they were like, Catholics are fucking idiots. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't understand what real Christianity is. How are there all these different factions of Christianity if you're reading the same fucking book? Yeah, it came. It comes down to what you take away from it and, again, what you want to put into your belief system and the crowd you have following that belief system you set up. You know, I mean, Southern Baptists are way different than Catholicism. Right. You know, it, but they're reading from the same Bible, but they're taking away different aspects of it. Right. And it's all, you know, interpretation, translation. Well, I'll, I'll stop there and wait till we get to that topic. Well, that, I, just, I just wanted to say the fact that it's it's called the King James Version should oh, be yeah. like red flag number one. Totally. <laughs> totally. 
McGoats. And, and, and also, before we dive in, I do just want to lay it out on the table here that, like, I have my own belief systems. Right. And I'm not hating on any Christians or anything. I'm not going to put any, anybody in a certain category and, like, point my finger and say, you're wrong. Right. You know, I have good friends, family that are that follow their lives in this belief system, and, it, and it's changed their life for the better. Right. But I have my opinion. And, like, my opinion, often I have to keep mute because— to be respectful. So thank you, Jeff, for for having me on here so I can say things that I want to say without feeling judged. Right. And, and I'm the same way. I don't, you know, frown upon anyone for having faith or religion because I don't know that I'm 100% right. For all I know, oh, yeah. I'm going to die. I'm going to wake up in hell with a devil standing in front of me with cloven hooves and a big long tail and a pitchfork. <laughs> Maybe everyone is right and I'm fucking wrong and I'm going to go, oh man. And then there's nothing I can do about it for eternity. And it's going to be like, not even like a badass looking devil. It's going to be like classic, like costume, right. red silk cape, you know, yes. red tights. Yes. Yeah. Dave Grohl from, well, no, that was a badass devil. That was a badass. Yeah, that was the one D. I was thinking of when I thought badass <laughs> devil. Yeah. With the hairy legs. <laughs> um, but I do want to say like one of the reasons why I find myself wanting to vocalize more my opinions on what I consider to be a lot of the hypocrisy in religion is because like you just said, we're not trying to frown upon them or dismiss whatever their beliefs or ideologies are. However, a lot of times it is those religious people that don't give you the same leeway. They, If you don't agree with their perspective, you are an idiot. It's just like, you know, I like Trump, I like Biden. You know, black lives matters, blue lives matters. It's this complete divisiveness in our society that has extended to almost everything. And, you know, I suffered with that. You know, my brother still does it to me. Um, my mom is is Christian. She understands my perspective and she's not thrilled with it, but she doesn't push it on me. Yay! Right. Yeah. And that's, that's, it's good when you can find that sort of balance, especially if you have a good friend and family member that is Christian or what have you. Right. And, but they respect that you believe what you believe. And as long as you give that same respect back when talking to them, then you can have an open discussion and actually have a good debate with somebody mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't turn into an argument or thinking the other person's lost or, or like you said, an idiot. Right. Okay. So all of that uh, preface provided, I'm going to start to provide a little bit of the origins of religion in general or the concept of religion or faith. And then we're going to kind of take a deep dive into specific religions, when they were started, kind of how they were formed. And you just feel free to jump in. I don't want this to be super boring learning hour. Hey, I'm here. I'm here to learn from you, buddy. All right. I'll chime in when I, when I feel necessary. Okay. So I'll just start with the basic origins of religion. So most scientists believe that religion or faith faith-based communities and societies started with the Upper Paleolithic. I think I said that right. And they assume that this started between 13,000 and 50,000 BC. That's a big range, so they clearly don't really know. But a lot of the beliefs of these early Upper Paleolithic people were a lion man. That was like one of the things they worshipped, a lot, probably like half lion, half man. Oh, oh so he was the, cre- the, the the animal lion. He wasn't a lying man. Correct. Oh, okay. Correct. You sure about that? Yes. I'm positive. <laughs> That's how I typed it in my notes. Um, and then what are called Venus figurines. Do you know what Venus figurines are? Uh, no, I do not. They're, you, you, you would recognize it if you saw it. They're very rudimentary little statues or trinkets carved of women that have these big bellies and big old titties. But other than that, they're just horrifically atrocious. They don't usually have arms or legs. It's just a torso. Oh. Yeah. And so these were also like their idols. It was kind of be like what a crucifix is to us these Venus figurines were to them. So I'm just pointing out kind of how we've as a people developed. So obviously, you know, I mentioned the 13,000 to 50,000 BC spread. I always find it interesting, like BC, when I was doing my research, you've got BC, BCE, CE, AD, and BC and AD are from the Dionysian era, era, and the others are from the Gregorian calendar. I'm not going to explain any of this, but my point being, we don't live in the year 2021 right now. You know, we are perfectly fine saying we live in the year 2021 because we've decided... We're just all, I mean, think about atheists, Jews, 
uh, every religion other than Christianity, for some reason, is still 100% accepting of the fact that they live, they're buying calendars that say 2001. There should be commas in our year because of how long the earth has been around and time has been kept. Right, because we're just basing it off when Jesus was born is pretty much when we got that number, right? Like right, but everybody accepts that. I mean, that just goes to show how the strength and the power of the Christian religion and community that they have somehow forced the rest of the world and all of the other religions to base their calendar off of BC 80. Well, it also shows that uh, a big similarity between these religions and their origins. You right. know, like a, a lot of these religions started off kind of the same and then branched off into their own little stories. So it would make sense that maybe that timeline would equate to where it began, uh, assuming that would be the Christian version of it. So, yeah, but it's just, it's so weird to me that you have Jewish people who, to them, the concept of BC or AD is pretty irrelevant because they don't believe that Jesus was right. the savior. Yet again, they're all buying calendars and day planners that say 2021 on it. So it's, it's just very odd to me. Me, just that global acceptance of something that's so specific to one little fragmented section of the global religion and faith. All right, so now I'm going to kind of in order, we're going to talk about the more popular religions that still exist today and when and how those were started. So Buddhism, this was started in BC, approximately four to six BC. And I will tell you that Jesus, I don't know if I'm going to get to this later, but I'll just get to it now. But Jesus disappears from the Bible for the majority of his childhood and early 20s. Yep. And I've, I've actually read some documentation and seen some documentaries that imply that perhaps he went off to a country that practiced Buddhism because a lot of his teachings are actually very Buddhist in nature. Be kind to each other. Say the right thing. Do the right thing. Do things with proper intention. So you're saying Jesus Christ was Buddhist? It's very possible. And his teachings mingled with the rejection of his perspective from the majority of the Jewish community where he lived. He had his apostles and his fragments and his followers of people that considered him the king of the Jews, even though I know that that was kind of a tongue in cheek. It was more the people that thought he was full of bullshugger. Yep. They called him the king of the Jews. But these people, you know, his followers truly believed that he was the chosen one. The average Jewish person in that area in that time, though, they're like, no, he's not. Well, and if that were to happen today, we would do our own version of crucifying somebody who claimed to be the Messiah. Right. You know, I mean, people who claim to be that sort of type of person always end up being tagline as a nutcase. David Koresh, you know, at Waco. Right. You know, he is that kind of the same thing. You know, this Jesus figure way back when was kind of that David Koresh type of dude, you know, right. just, hey, follow me, follow the belief systems that I, I'm laying out for you. I, I'm the son of God. And can I give your daughter my seed? I'm just going to give your daughter my seed. <laughs> but yeah. no, but here, here's the other contrast to that is that for the people that believe in the second coming of Christ, it's never, even if he comes back, they're going to call him fucking crazy and they're going to burn him in a building. And for all we know, David Koresh was the second coming of Christ. We don't know. Is that his name, David Koresh? I think so. Okay, yeah. yeah. David Koresh. But like you just said, you know, they would be mocked and ridiculed and no one would even give them a chance. People, for some reason, are waiting for this, as Revelations puts it, you know, the four horsemen that they we're literally going to look up and see four giant horses in the sky and fire <laughs> and locusts and things like that. But it sounds so amazing, doesn't it? Well, I mean, it sounds fantastical. Yes, like very a, fantastical. But it also sounds like a horror movie, you know, because I'll tell you what, if everyone's going poof, 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 and they're all the good ones being saved, I'm the motherfucker standing in the middle of the Kroger parking lot watching everyone go poof and going, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've always... Come wanted, get me, Satan. I've always wanted to put myself in that position, like mentally, like always picture, you know, what if, you know, my, my belief system is wrong and, you know, the Christian... Christianity, people are right, and the return of Christ happens, and everyone just disappears. Right. Like, like I don't know how I would feel about that. Like, would I be like, oh, shit, I was wrong the whole time? Or would I be like, oh, they were right the whole time, and fuck you. You know, like, who are you to choose, you know, who gets to go or not? Like, right. it, it, would just, it would not make me want to believe in Christianity even more. I'd be even more disgusted by it. Right, and that's what I would always argue with my dad when he would try and get me saved and things like that. And I'm like, you know, why would a God, if I'm living by ethical, moral standards and principles, and I'm a good person, and I treat other people well and with respect, yeah, I've got my flaws, but I'm not doing horrible things. 
things. And for the most part, I'm not even breaking what you would call commandments. But just because I don't say that I accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my savior, if I say that line, it's like Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. It's like fucking <laughs> magic words. And that's what they try and get you to believe is that unless you profess that, you're going to hell. You could still be a Christian. You could go to church five times a week and be the most pious motherfucker out there. Yeah. But if you do not profess that and ask to be saved, you're going to hell. That's so fucked up. Well, it's fucked up that, in my opinion, that people take that as black and white as they read it. That's that's what hell is. You know, if you if you deny Christ, you're going to go in hell. You know, if you accept Jesus, you're going to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have always been a firm believer that if there is a sort of afterlife, heaven or hell sort of thing, it's it's the heaven and hell that you create for yourself. Whatever whatever you've done in life that you haven't settled with, you know, right. these regrets or uh, which translates more to like a purgatory. Well. Because sure, maybe you can get out of it. Maybe. Maybe you can't. But, you know, that's kind of the whole idea of purgatory is that's where, you know, the ghosts and the hauntings would come from is because these people haven't been assigned to hell or heaven unless it's like a demon infestation, which would come from hell. Now, I know Stevie and I have different perspectives on hauntings and ghosts and the afterlife. I don't believe in it at all. I know you have different perspective on that. That's perfectly sure fine, even though you may not be the most religious person. And that just goes to show. Again, the wide range of beliefs that people can have without having to fall into this one fucking bucket. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't necessarily think that my belief in the afterlife or the, the spirit realm has anything to do with religion. You know, I don't, right. I don't, I'm not, I don't see how, why those two have to tie in together. To me, religion is something that came up as an explanation for something unknown. Mm-hmm. People didn't know what, you know, was happening. So they looked to the sky, ate some mushroom soup and, you know, made stories. Stories right. That justified what Mushroom they were thinking. Soup. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, to me, that's where a lot of these fables come from. A lot of these stories that you read in the Bible that mm-hmm. you know, people use to get a message across. Yes, or thank you. To get their message across. Instill a moral or an ethic. It's a Santa Claus effect is what I call it, where yeah. there's this story that keeps people in line, whether it's through fear or whether it's through reward or both. Right. So where do these stories come from? How many times have you sat down with a friend, you know, and just started, you know, like if you're writing a script or doing a comedy bit or anything, bouncing ideas off each other mm-hmm. and you create this false world, you know, that like, oh man, we, we really got to dive deeper into this, right? And, you know, and you create this culture in a sense. Now imagine it's thousands of years ago and you believe it. You, know, you look right. to you look to the, the sky and you see these glowing dots out there. You don't know what they are. You're going to come up with these magical stories right. and what they mean and what they mean to you. You're going to put it into a centric world. Right. Let alone like eclipses or oh god, could you imagine? Stars. Could you imagine not knowing what that was? Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, <laughs> as long as we're good people, then that sun will come back. Right. right. Thank you, God of the bright thing in the sky. Why are we all blind? How come they didn't teach us how to make those things to put over our face? To, to save, do you remember like in school when eclipses would happen? And oh, they yeah. like, if you look at, I remember one year I was at Catholic school, go figure. Um, so I was probably in like fourth grade. There was a like a, one of those eclipses, and a lot of people this had built those little almost like periscope looking things that you could look through and watch the eclipse without hurting your eyes. I didn't have one of those, and it's recess. And we're out basically in the parking lot slash playground area. And that's when the eclipse is happening. There was a snow shovel that you would mount to like the front of a truck, you know, for like plowing. That was very close to a wall of one of the buildings in the parking lot. I was huddled behind it crying, terrified of the eclipse and that I might just accidentally look out and see it. That's how scared I was. Right. And then you'll turn into like that guy from the first Indiana Jones movie when he looks looks at the... I just melt. Covenant where you just start melting <laughs> yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Oh, my eyes just bulging and then exploding. <laughs> all right. I'm going to get us back on track here because I'm sure we'll probably circle around to some of the stuff we've just recently discussed. But I apparently did not do these in exact order because this one started sooner than Buddhism, but Judaism. So the Jewish religion was started in approximately 17 BC. So again, even prior to like the faith and the religion of Christianity, truly established religions really didn't exist up until 2020 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. There were fragments and met, you know, forms of it, but nothing like organized. But so Ju- Judaism, the Jewish religion, it's basically the same as Christianity. It's just without the New Testament. I mean, the Old Testament 
is basically the Torah, the Bible or the book that the Jewish people read, which talks about Abraham because the Jews believe that, you know, the God of Abraham, a lot of it is Abraham based. Abraham, by the way, God told him to take his son up on a mountain and sacrifice him as a test. So sneaky Abraham takes his son up, ties him down. His son's freaking out. And at the very last second, a lamb appears to save his son just to see if Abraham was going to do it. That's fucked up. Yeah, God be trolling. No, he be trolling hard. He also be trolling foreskins because he also forced (laughs) Abraham to go cut the skin off the tip of his son's dick. I mean, imagine your response to that in that day and age. This dude's out of his fucking mind. This sounds like a great horror flick. It does. (laughs) But this is, I mean, just like in the first... Oh, I don't know. It's uh, maybe not Genesis, but maybe it is. But very early in the Bible is the story of, I think it's, is it Sodom and Gomorrah? But one of them gets away. Maybe it's not Sodom and Gomorrah, but I think it is. And one of them gets away and they have two daughters, but the woman dies. And I think it's because Gomorrah looked back. Yeah, turned into a salt pillar. Yeah. And then Sodom is living in the outskirts because he's been banished. And he's basically living in a tent on the rocks with his two daughters. His two daughters want to be able to have children. So they drug their dad and take turns fucking him for multiple nights. Wow. Yeah. Family values. I love it. There's a lot of incest in uh, the Bible. I mean, you look at Adam and Eve. Well, yeah, I was just about to say, I mean, uh, you know, the fucking elephant in the room here. (laughs) Right. They had two sons. Well, I guess, I guess we're done. (laughs) There goes the fucking bloodline. (laughs) Well, well, yeah, they they look at God like, wait, how does this work exactly? Right. (laughs) How do we get more of these? (laughs) Do you see Eve? All right, you take your penis and insert it into the vagina. Well, you know. But that's my mommy. (laughs) Jesus. Um, (laughs) Where? Yeah. (laughs) It, that was the first coming of Christ. Right. Um, Ooh. Right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sure there was just porn music. <laughs> if, there, if there's a hell, we're definitely going to it after this. Um, no, it, it's it's funny because you, you said, that, you know, you made that joke, you know, take your penis out and put it in mommy or whatever. Oh, you know, oh there's a lot God. of parallels with them thinking that the serpent you know in that adam and eve story was actually supposed to be sex okay i never knew that yeah it's you know the 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 serpent was like just teasing eve into getting the forbidden fruit and taking a bite of it so what if that was all just a like to allude to sex then what was it really representing did eve go off and find some fucking skanky bum sitting under a tree and she was tempted and she bobbed on his apples for a while maybe <laughs> maybe i, I think the you just snake made me do it yeah exactly <laughs> the serpent right yes oh it's it's so silly but yes back to judaism and well, even also talking about the Old Testament, which still applies to Christianity, another ridiculous story, which for those of you out there who are Christians or Jewish or whatever, and you think that, let's say, for example, the Mormons are batshit fucking crazy, the idea that Moses went up on a fucking cliff by himself, saw a bush that was on fire, and then came down down the mountain with these two tablets. It's not much different than John Smith basically saying he found these tablets or these whatever in the, the, Utah. The, yeah, yeah, with the magic glasses and what have but you. But that's what we talked about like with David Koresh, where in yeah. modern day, if someone says almost identical things from the Bible, you're fucking crazy. But did it happen back then? Of course! It's the Word of God! Well, yeah, well, it's, it's a little more hard to believe when the person who wrote the Bible of the religion that you believe in, his pictures on the back of cover. Right. You know, that's That's true. There's, there's there's a little, it's a little harder to, okay. I I, want to go for the more established religions, please. Right. But at the same time, just like these non-denominational Christian religions, they also, I mean, the pastors are putting out books and video series. And so their name and face is all over the same shit. That's become a marketing thing, yet they consider themselves to be extremely holy and close with God. So, and, you know, speaking of the word of God, how convenient is that, that I, Moses comes down and like, Hey, everyone. You kind of have to follow these rules now. I don't necessarily agree with them, but it's the word of God. It's amazing what uh, you know a little bit of peyote and and a long trip to the top of the mountain would do to you. Yes, 
Mushroom soup. <laughs> mushroom soup. Right. But so, I mean, essentially, if you cut out the New Testament, the Jewish community and religion essentially believes all the same shit as Christianity. They all believe in the commandments and things like that. Again, everything up to Jesus. It's not even necessarily that the Jewish community believes that Jesus didn't exist. They just don't see him as the son of God or right. the savior. So again, there's not that much difference. It's the same fucking religion. The only difference is Christianity added a fucking sequel. That's it. Yeah, and, and Jews don't follow that continuity. Right, it's like the Halloween, uh, the 2018 version of Halloween remake where they said, we're going to ignore everything after the first movie. I'm the type of person, I, I like the fucking sequel, the original sequel so much, why didn't you just make it after that movie? So that's basically, I've got the Christian version of Halloween and they're the Jews. Right, well, yeah, that's a, that's a great analogy because that's kind of where we're at you know if you put it in parallel of how movies are these days you can now you know retcon a whole 40 years of, of a series right and be like well no this is now the direct sequel to the beginning right but now all the fans of the other ones can go pick and choose which one they want mm -hmm. that 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 goes with religion as well you know they all spin off branch off in, into their own worlds and now you can pick and choose you know right. you can go to the religious market and get whatever flavor you want yeah all right we're gonna move on from judaism to Christianity. Let's do it. So Christianity started in 30 to 33 AD. So the religion of Christianity didn't actually start until basically almost what back then would have been a lifetime or yeah. a generation of people after Jesus's death. So that's interesting that it wasn't like it just started during Jesus's time on the earth. It started later with people that heard stories and saw stories. It's like in the Bible, there's, you've got Luke, Matthew, John, blah, 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 you know, the gospels that they call them in the New Testament. I want to say there's like five of the gospels, I think, in like three of the five gospels, three of those people don't mention the Immaculate Conception. That's a pretty big part of the story to leave out. So the fact that over the majority of the Gospels do not mention that there was an Immaculate Conception, yet somehow that's what made it in because it's better storytelling. Well, I, also, I think there's a big part of letting this mythology begin. You know, that's why uh, I'm assuming here, obviously, but that's why it would take so long, you know, a lifetime back then for the Christianity to actually take hold because after Jesus was crucified, now it's just a whole bunch of like murmurs and rumors and then then the mythology begins and then right. you'll have somebody pick up, oh, well, my grandmother told me this story. I'm going to start writing this shit down. And even one person, there it is possible to tell yourself a lie long enough that you start to believe it. People do it all the time. Or you remember a memory either so fondly or so poorly that your, your mind and your mood start to change that memory and then you talk to someone 20 years later and like no that's not what happened yeah you, you kind know? of rom romanticize it a little bit right if it so was it a doesn't even have to be the telephone game where you know things get lost in translation from generation to generation you've also just got that inconsistency with human minds and we're again talking about people that were probably a little less developed Yay! you know from a intellectual and mental perspective back then they didn't live as long so it's just weird well i mean if you take technology and drop it back you know to those times let's say they had podcasts you know and were able to record and spread it around the world i bet christianity would have began the very next day after right or three days after jesus's crucifixion when he rose from the grave you know like right then, then it would have spread Christianity like now streaming on netflix <laughs> binge all five gospels today <laughs> Gospel binging. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. Um, I will say that, and I kind of learned this. I'm not a huge fan of Bill Maher. He kind of rubs me the wrong way in a lot of things, but I do think he's extremely intelligent. In a movie that he put out that I watched for the first time last year, it's a documentary called Religulous, where he talks about different religions and how ridiculous, I can't even say it, how ridiculous a lot of the magical mythology behind them are, he points out to this one person all of these different deities that from written history prior to Jesus that share very similar attributes like being crucified, being considered a king or a god, rising from the dead sometimes in the exact amount of days later that Jesus rose from the dead. And just for anyone who wants to look these up, the mythical characters that he can be compared to are Mithras, Osiris, Horus, and Dionysus. There are other ones, but those are the ones that are closely tied to the same story that came along 
long before him. So is it just the retelling of a old story? Like you just said, my grandma used to tell me the story. Yeah, I've, I've heard that before. Like th- there's plenty of Jesus-like characters uh, that existed before the Jesus story took hold, you know, and actually became the you know, the story we, we come to know now. Right. Uh, but yeah, I've heard that before. And that's definitely a, a very interesting aspect to think about. And, and if you're able to dive deep and actually pull up scriptures and text of like these previous stories mm-hmm. and, and see it with your own two eyes, like, damn, that is the story of Jesus, but it's this other guy's name. And, you know, he has a slightly different story, but right. it, it's very interesting to see almost like Imagine if they had copyright claims. Oh, know, yeah. Back, back then. You hey, know. that's intellectual property. I'm calling Dionysus, and I'm going to let him know he better get his lawyers on the phone. Exactly. Um, so, you know, last thing I do want to talk about, like, specifically to Christianity and specifically to Jesus Christ. Dude was black, okay? Probably had a big fro. He looked way more like Jimi Hendrix than he did like Bob Seger. But that just goes to show the way that even back in the day, early, early times, that they understood that storytelling, portrayal, it was branding. It was marketing. They knew that they were targeting a European market, so they made Jesus look European as fuck. Oh, yeah, white. Pale blue eyes. Oh, yeah. Light hair. Yeah. No way. No. And how has no one changed that? Because well, we all know. Everybody knows. Like, But that's where science and religion, that's, again, where there's a huge rift between it because we have now adopted enough science and knowledge of different regions of the world, time periods, things like that, to know what people would have looked like, what their bone structure. I mean, he probably wouldn't have been very attractive because even his bone structure and stuff would have been slightly different. I mean, we're still slowly evolving and you know from neanderthal well if you believe in that sort of thing (laughs) but it's just it baffles me that again we know without doubt from science that jesus was not a white man with straight brown hair and a nice george carlin beard and blue eyes it makes no sense and as you said it's it's a branding thing i mean think about that the top two most recognizable people in this world are jesus and ronald mcdonald you know like that's 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 what branding is and right. it, damn they, they've done a good job now if only we could get jesus to wear a clown suit maybe he is ronald McDonald. jesus mcdonald maybe ronald mcdonald is the second coming of christ right right <laughs> and actually ronald mcdonald speaking of black the early ronald mcdonald's and all the commercials and stuff was a black guy oh my god it's that whole copyright story all over again oh no dionysus <laughs> call your legal team So, yeah, um, the last religion I'll discuss very briefly, just because it's a major religion, is Muslim religion, um, which was started in 610 CE. As much research as I could do and as an intellectual person as I think I am, I'm not 100% still positive what the fuck CE means. It, It means common era, which is a calendar term, but I think it basically is the same as AD without actually recognizing it's their way of branding and marketing there it's still 610 years ad but they call it the common area era because they don't want to recognize bc or ad right that makes sense so but i mean that's interesting that you know 610 years after the death of jesus christ was when the muslim religion was first documented as starting that's a long time later yeah and, and then those are your main religions now you know what and isn't there a um, a parallel with the beginning of the Muslim, like the like the Muslim Bible and like the Christian Bible, don't they have a lot of, share a lot of the same stories? Oh, they probably do. Yeah, that's, I don't know enough to say for certain, but I've heard it enough to believe that it might be true. Well, and I'm not surprised. Like I said, you know, it's very possible that Jesus learned Buddhist teachings, a religion that was started not even a decade before he was born and was all about self-awareness. Again, I've researched Buddhism extensively, and it really isn't. It's it's just all about being a good person, doing the right thing. So therefore, if you follow all of the Buddhist principles, you wouldn't lie. You wouldn't steal. You wouldn't cheat. You wouldn't do things like that because all of that is wrong or bad intention. What makes Buddhism really uh, neat is uh, Carl Sagan, I heard him talk about this one, 
reference, not in person, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said if he were ever to believe in a religion, he would he would follow Buddhism because they state that if science proves what they believe wrong, mm-hmm. that they will change. Right. You know, with science. And just he, like he, maybe we should have a black Jesus now. Right. right. Exactly. But and you know the thing about Buddhism is I I almost because of what I know about it I almost hesitate to call it a religion. It is a bit more of a philosophical ideology and mindset. As a matter of fact, a true Buddhist would never identify as Buddhist because labels don't exist if you are truly enlightened and aware. You can't put yourself into any bucket. That's just not how it works. It's it's a conflict of mentality. Yeah, well, and Christianity tried to jump on that bandwagon as well but you know they clearly state in the bible we do not believe in religion you know religion is not who we are we we go on faith but, mm-hmm. you know, no you're religion that's, right. that's what you are yeah but well, i forgot to point out while we're while yeah while we're talking about jesus and potentially learning some buddhist teachings he disappears from all of the gospels from the ages of 12 to 30 that's a very influential time and there is speculation that because his parents feared persecution of him that they took him on a boat to this other land and they weren't far from areas in Asia or whatnot that were practicing Buddhism. And then he comes back with this whole different mindset that's different from what everyone else in that area is familiar with. And it's all just be good to each other. Be nice. Say the right thing. Do the right thing. Don't worry about money. That's what drives me crazy with tithing and stuff like that where people think, well, if I give 10%, God's going to give me back tenfold. But Jesus himself said it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the gates of heaven. He was outright saying your riches by default will make you more of a sinner and make it more difficult for you to be embraced by God at the time of your death than... Well, the rich shaming. Yeah, they're, they're sons they're, of bitches. Right. They're, they're rich shaming. <laughs> they're, they're making uh, people who have money feel guilty, hence why, well, here's how you can feel less guilty. You know, give us some of your money to help build the church so we can, you know, get our preachings out much further than... Right, just, and make a lot of money. Right. It, well, no, no, no. It, it, it's it's really a non-profit. Yeah. No, this, Except for the people that profit off of it. A girl I dated a couple years ago that was very Christian, and I tried. I mean, we went to church, and I, I mean, I tried to be as open-minded as possible, but it was just constant hypocrisy. The, the preacher... Again, he's one of these people that he's just got books and video series and all the stuff that you can buy. He owned, you know, multiple Escalades. He owned his own plane. I mean, the guy was not living piously. He wasn't sinking all of his money back into his religious community. He might have been tithing, but for him, yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, I am. I'm not going to dive too deep into the specifics here, but when I was younger, I did follow the Christian faith. You know, I was on board with possibly becoming a preacher someday. You know, my father was a preacher. My grandfather was a preacher. It's just kind of... Kind of the only one who could ever... I don't remember the word. He's a preacher, preacher man. man. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then somewhere along the line, I kind of, I just, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm fooling myself. I don't believe this. I want to believe it, but I don't believe it. And when I met my first wife, or my first, my only wife, ex-wife now, but um, she wanted to go to church. And I'm like, I'm like, like you. I was like, mm, I'll roll with it. And we found a good church that wasn't very preachy and it was almost like a therapeutic session you know you, they, mm. they taught about how to how to be a better person and, right you know all these things and i was like you know what i kind of like this church you know they're mm-hmm. not preachy that's awesome and then they brought out the christ krispies and the and the wine mm-hmm. you know and did the whole communion thing and then immediately in my head everybody was wearing like cloaks and they're yeah. about to sacrifice a goat like and that's when i was like i'm done domine It's like that. I've always felt the same thing, that people in churches don't understand. They're all singing the same songs. They stand at the same time. They sit. They kneel at the same time. They go up and eat fictitious flesh and drink fictitious blood. It's a fucking cult. That's what it is. It, totally. Religion is, is is like the fancy for cult. Yeah, it's absolutely. Fancy word. But they all look at cults. Those people are crazy. Oh, yeah. It, it's classic. Uh, what do they call that? Um Ah, uh, oh, shit. I can't think of not ref- the deflection classic deflection yes it's the wanting to have it both ways which we're going to get into now as we start to talk about some of the things that people who are religious 
because of technology or ideologies, they're things that people aren't allowed to believe in. Before I get into that, though, I want to ask you and see what if you can guess. Jeff's asshole trivia with Jesus? No, it's not. Oh. It's not asshole <laughs> trivia. But uh, based, this is the research I found. So I, I'm not going to guarantee it's 150% accurate, but this is what I found. Global religion percentages. Okay, what do you think is the highest percentage globally of any religion. Percentage of like what like, like which religion is believed like between most around the world? Christianity, Buddhism, Muslim, Judaism, like what religion of the main religions we've discussed has the most the highest percentage of the global population. So I, I would have to say Christianity. You're correct. Yeah. With thirty one percent. Okay. What do you think the last one is? And I'll tell you the last one has a point two percent yeah, I had to say that that's Buddhist. Judaism. Oh, Judaism. Yeah. You know, I should have guessed that because I, I just uh, saw some sort of research about like there's only like 15 million Jews in the world, like which is not very much in a 7 billion yeah. people population. Yeah, I was shocked world. when I saw that. Like I couldn't, be- I figured it would have been like second or third, but without making you guess, I'll just tell you the second one is Muslim slash Islam coming in at 25%, not far below Christianity at 31%, 16% agnostic atheist slash atheist oh see i didn't think i didn't, th- I didn't sorry i didn't, I didn't yeah. think that was on the list okay that's okay um five percent is buddhist and then again 0.2 percent of jewish faith so uh, that was fascinating to me to realize it was that low i haven't added these numbers up you guys are gonna be like that's not a hundred percent but there's also probably a lot of other religions out there that are making up little slices of the pie right um and i didn't you know, bring all of that up. But speaking of athno- ath- ath- agnostic and atheist, you know, philosophies, which so atheists believe that God doesn't exist. There's no God. While an agnostic does believe in like some kind of, you know, entity or spiritual existence beyond the physical realm, whereas atheists are more like, nope, we're dirt. I, I've never looked up the definition, but I've always considered agnostic to be more like along the realm of atheists. Like, okay, we don't necessarily believe that there is a God, but I am open to the interpretation that there could right. be. It's almost like they're waiting on like some cosmic nudge, like yeah. to maybe put them in a place of faith. It's, you know, the way I kind of compare it in agnostic is like a vegetarian while the atheist is the vegan. Right. Or there the you go. Freaking vegan. <laughs> the hardcore. Ah, I know we were going to get to things you can't believe, science, things that are conflicts. Before we get to that, because that'll be the final thing that we discuss, I do want to bring up again really quick, because I have notes on this, the good book. So we've got the Bible, the Torah, the Quran, all written by men. The Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra. Oh, is it, is that, that's a different book, sorry. <laughs> um, but people hold on to this shit as if it's just a forever truth. Despite how long ago it was written, it's just like the whole Jesus not being portrayed as black, even though we know better. That's one of the things that I have a problem with, with people that it's the word of God, period. Every word is supposed to be taken 100% literally. Yes, Noah did gather two of every animal somehow on the entire fucking world. And thank God the and animals... And a giant boat. And thank God those animals were so kind to wait the predators waited to kill the prey until they were off the boat thank goodness oh, that, that was really worked very out. kind yes yeah. and you know that thing was just had to smell like the there's no litter boxes i mean there's just every animal in the world is taking constant dumps i don't know where they came up with the food but uh you don't, know don't, it, why ask questions jeff don't i ask know questions. it's so literal i should take it literally but you know, the Old Testament, which we discuss is basically like the, what the Jewish community reads, that's from 1200 to 165 BC. I mean, really, can we not assume that maybe things written back then aren't quite as applicable now? Well, yeah, we still get our own recent history wrong. You know, everyone right. everyone still believes that Benjamin Franklin went out with a kite, a key attached to a kite, and that's how he, you know, figured out how electricity worked. Right. You know, like or George Washington chopped down a cherry tree. Exactly. You know, we still get our own history wrong. Right. 
And that's like not that long ago. So it's because the fables and the storytelling and the branding are more important than the actual truth. And, uh, you know, you also got to think about, especially whether it's the Old Testament or the New Testament, these are all perspectives of people. So when they wrote it, you know, these fallible human beings, when they wrote this history, it was from their perspective, perhaps with their own intent. You know, it's just like when two people break up and it's not very amicable, you're going to get a different fucking story from each person. You know, it's it's just how it always happens. It could be two friends that just got in an argument. It could be two co-workers after someone quit or got fired. It's the old adage, there's two sides to every story. But who was fact-checking? Who was the, you know, the second guy there going, Abraham, I don't I don't remember you doing that. Well, that would be uh, King James, wouldn't it? Yes, it would be King James. <laughs> and how wonderful that most people read a Bible that was revised and edited by a monarch. Right. A guy who was saying, I would love to have my country follow my rule, but it's going to be difficult because I have some things I want them to do that they might not agree with. I know. Let's make it the word of God. Now they can't deny that. It's just like the tablets that Moses had. He's like he's like Ray Kroc of McDonald's when he took over McDonald's right. uh, from the actual McDonald family. Wow, the, the parallels between uh, Christianity and McDonald's is becoming more apparent to That's me right very now. weird. <laughs> very weird. I was trying to think of another parallel. (laughs) No, you didn't throw me off track. I was trying to think of somehow to slip like double quarter pounder or Big Mac or something into a Christian pun. And as you all heard from the crickets, nothing came to me. So let's discuss some things that science has proven that if you believe that the Bible the Torah, the Quran, any of those are 100%. There's no room for translation. This is exactly fact and truth that still applies today. Here are things you are not allowed to believe in. Evolution. We already kind of tapped upon that. You can't. It's just not possible because we know that man was created by God in Genesis. Now, I don't know that every like Muslim and all of those religions have the exact same Genesis story, but you just can't believe in evolution if you're at least Christian or Jewish. Right. So uh, everyone who's Christian, please stay away from the vaccines because, you know, that actually plays into evolution. And since evolution doesn't exist, you don't need them. And God should save you anyway. Like a lot of people think, I broke my leg and people prayed over me and the next day my leg was fine. Guess what? Your leg was never fucking broken. You just (laughs) had a boo-boo and you slept on it and walked it off. Well, it's it's amazing the deception that people will give themselves, you know, like, oh, let God's will be done, you know, pray over my so-and-so that they get better and if they don't get better, well, that's how God wanted it. Right. If they do get better, thank God, you know, like, right. it, 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 it's infallible. Like, oh, yeah. It, There's, it's, you can't argue with it and no. that's another stupid aspect. Here's another thing you can't believe in. Outer space or the Earth's core because in the Bible, heaven is in the clouds and hell is in the hot liquid magma beneath the Earth's surface. Yeah, but good for them for knowing that there's hot liquid magma in the, uh, beneath the surface. Well, they, there they, might have been vo- volcanic eruptions or yeah, things that they've seen, that. and it was like, oh my God, the devil just shot a load. <laughs> 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 I got some on my shoe, and now I only have seven toes. Wow. Um, you know, it, it's really amazing to me because I, I'm going to uh, curve a little bit here and talk about astrology. Um, and astrology is something that, you know, I I do follow, you know, I'm a Pisces. I follow into the Pisces realm of things. Like it makes, I'm a 100% Pisces, mm. according to the definition. And I do believe that there are other parallels with that whole astrology aspect. But I feel like people get it wrong. All the time, because as, as I said, when you when you want to make sense of something, you stare up at the sky and you come up with stories. Mm-hmm. I always thought maybe they're looking in the wrong direction. You know, maybe you need to look down at the ground and see how you know maybe the month that you were born in and what, whatever season it is, it is is what affects you know these traits that you have as a Pisces or an Aries or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the closest religion I, don't, I wouldn't call it a religion, a spirituality that I would honestly attach to more is you know like Native. Americans, you know, where they, everything was earth-based, you know, they, it had nothing to do with, you know, the scary uh, mysteries in the sky. It was... Until an eclipse at all, at which point they all went, holy shit! 
Yeah, exactly. But I, I didn't mean to uh, derail you, but I just wanted to, uh, that whole aspect of the stare, staring in the sky and coming up with, and making up stories just seems so prevalent. Like that's that's what happened. I mean, that's yeah. But talking about rewriting history, kind of like the King James version of the Bible or whatever. I just saw an article recently that they're considering redefining the dates for the astrological signs, which means some people that were a Leo will no longer be a Leo. Yeah. How do you do that? If it is so accurate, how all of a sudden do you just decide, yeah, we're going to shift this a little bit? See, that's why I don't believe that aspect of astrology. I, I don't think they were looking in the right direction gotcha. for those answers, you know, because it is so changeable. Right. I mean, you look at these astrological signs, but you go on like the other side of the universe or or, or our solar system, mm-hmm. and you look back, those, those stars are in different positions. They right. make different shapes. They're not the same thing. Yeah. They tell a whole different story. Right. And that's, to me, that's the best evidence of astrology just not making any sense. No, I agree. You know, speaking of the stars, aliens, that's another thing people can't believe in. If you're a Christian because God created man on the planet Earth, now they, I'm sure they would end up coming up with some, there's no fallibility to my argument that, well, God also created these living creatures and he brought them to us for whatever reason. Where is that in the Bible? I don't know, but if I were to say if aliens and religion somehow were tied in together, like they were created by the Christian God, that when the predictions of revelations happen and like the the horsemen come from the sky, they're all going to be aliens riding the horses. Right. And that would really fuck people up. Yeah. It's just stupid, though, because I'm not going to say we have 100% undeniable proof of aliens, but there's a lot of people that are Christian that believe in aliens. So my dad, who was hardcore Christian, believed in aliens. And it's it's just a little contradictory. Dinosaurs. Another thing you can't believe in is dinosaurs because God created man and it just doesn't work. It doesn't work with the timeline. Yet science has proven time and again, that is something we have a shit ton of physical scientific evidence and proof. You want to see a really good debate on that? Yeah. Anyone listening, go look up. It's on YouTube. You can watch the whole debate between, uh, I believe his name, is, his name is Ken Ham and Bill Nye, the science guy. Ken Ham, uh, he runs the uh, Christian Museum, like mm-hmm. where they, it's the Christian timeline and how dinosaurs could exist. And they have this two hour debate back and forth of why science is correct and religion is correct in their own minds. It, it's such a, it's a great watch. And all I could say is that whenever Ken Ham answers a question, mm. it's always, well, God. Right. Like that's always, that's like bottom line what his answer always is. And right. Bill Nye is fucking furious, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you can't uh, keep saying that. I would love to see him all pissed off. Oh, he gets, he gets so pissed off. bow tie spinning. <laughs> if, if there was anybody that should have been in that spot, it would have been Carl Sagan. I think he could have de-escalated and made the conversation flow a lot better because Bill Nye does kind of go off the hinges a few gotcha. times. It's a good watch, so check it out. It's just, here's, here's another thing that drives me batty. Again, if you believe that the word of God and all of the stuff in the Bible is 100% gospel, and that's where the term gospel comes from, you know, when people use it roughly not about anything biblical or whatnot, it just means the absolute truth. But it pisses me off and annoys me when I drive past a Christian church and in their little signs, their little monument signs by the street where they always change the lettering to have a nice little quip or cute little saying. It's not uncommon now to see ones that say L. LGBTQ welcome feels to me like a big fucking conflict. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I also think it's conflicting if a person that identifies as LGB, if they consider themselves a Christian. Like it's it is quite crazy to see um, people that should be affected by these conflicts that want to adopt Christianity, that they, you know, just for what we're talking for, you know, if there's a homosexual person that they they consider themselves to be Christian, but they are also fairly persecuted in the Christian religion, Mm -hmm. you know, but now we live in a world where, you know, the woke nation is really pushing on these religions and the religions are like, well, I guess we could get money from them too. Well, and people showing up at church, the numbers are probably dwindling a little bit, so therefore it's... It's like, maybe we should open our doors to some different people. Hey, remember all that persecution? Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. You're cool now, right? We're Re- cool? <laughs> remember 10 years ago on the monument sign when it said LGBTQ, go fuck yourselves? We got rid of the go fuck yourselves and we've replaced it with welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> right, yes. I mean, it's, yeah, it's so, it's just ridiculous. It's but hypocrisy. At the, at the same time, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. A very appropriate turn of speech. Fair. Um, 
should we really harp on a religion changing? Again, Carl Sagan said he would go, he would lean towards Buddhism right. or, uh, because they would change if uh, science proved them wrong. Is it so wrong for Christianity to, Christianity to, God damn it, Christianity to start doing the same thing? I wouldn't mind it if they were consistent across the board. But well, you'll and then go to changed the, it in the book. <laughs> right, but you'll yeah. go to the same LGBT welcome church. But they're also still basically telling you if you're not married and you're having sex, even if you're straight, you're going to hell. That's a sin, you know, but get with the fucking times, people. Black Jesus. Where's black fucking Jesus? You know, so for them, it's, again, talking about that selective, like you talked about how there's no, you know, fallibility to the argument because it's always selective as to how they approach something. They are not open-minded about everything. They're never going to say this book is not gospel. This book is not fact. This book can be interpreted. It's self-serving. I mean, it's just like we talked about these churches with their live streams and all of that shit, utilizing and embracing technology that some could consider to be the bane of moral society when it comes to gambling, porn, things like that. So for them to embrace that type of technology, and I'm not saying I have a problem with them doing that. I have a problem with hypocrisy, and even more so, I have a problem with stupidity. Yes, and going to the hypocrisy part of it. How often do we hear about priests and people and higher up part of any religion? Fucking little boys. Fucking little boys. <laughs> you know, like what, why, why is this not a bigger issue? You know, like you hear a little bit about it and it gets swept under the rug, right? but it's so consistent. It keeps, there's always a new story about it. And that right there should be a big red flag of what religion actually is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it is a business and they have businessmen running it. They're just putting out a good brand. They know what makes them money and whatever happens behind closed doors doesn't matter because they don't really believe it themselves right. anyway. And it's just like, I'm all, assuming, but, and you know, the hypocrisy of the people that go to church after maybe, you know, on the Saturday night before the husband went out with his buddies and fucked some skank in the back of a minivan cheating on his wife and his family and then shows up to church the next day just you know I'm gonna go to my confessional and then everything is okay just say 27 Hail Marys and lick your rosary for three hours and you'll be fine yeah I, uh, here's a little devil semen to pour on your shoe is they, they keep that right next to the yeah. holy water yeah yes. <laughs> it's like depending on which one you're gonna get is how bad you are Dude, I'm so debating on telling you a story right now tell me oh my god it's I just had to spit it out. I, I finger banged a girl in church once. Oh, like right in the pew, <laughs> like third row back. Yeah, I was a like teenager during during the sermon. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah, you're definitely going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting a high five on the way down. <laughs> and I would recommend any churches in the central Ohio area please disinfect your your back pews. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, that's it's supposed not... to be reserved for like movie theaters and stuff. Oh yeah, I, I don't even know why I put it out there. That's okay. Yeah, it's out there. It, it happened. <laughs> so I don't really have a ton more to talk about on this subject. Is there anything that you you know we didn't discuss that you'd like to bring up? Um, no, I think we fairly covered it. Okay, well, and you so. know this will this will come up again. I'm sure you know a lot of my topics tend to overlap. I want to do you know as I mentioned in my simulation theory episode when I brought up that I was planning to do this episode, I wanted to do it from a very fact based researched perspective because I don't want you know, I know it's a very contentious topic, at least contentious for the people that think we're, you know, essentially fucking Satan's little helpers even having this discussion. But I wanted to do everything, at least from a factual perspective, throw in our opinions, but not have everything just be willy nilly. That's so stupid. You know what? If you don't mind, I do have one thing that I do want to bring up when it what comes to- What else did you do to her in the back pew? <laughs> well, you see, <laughs> have you ever heard the term fistic? No, um... <laughs> Uh, no, there's um, it's going back to the science part of it. You know, there's always a big debate between science and religion. Right. But it's always mums the word when religion uses science. Mm -hmm. You know, like we talked about, you know, they're live streaming all across the right. world. They're using Facebook and social media. Such meets. Such meets. To, you know, to get their to get their word out. And at the same time, they're also uh, disputing most science claims because right. they don't believe in science. They think science is, you know, witchcraft, you right. know, and not necessarily like that in these days. But well, and it damages a lot of their arguments when it disproves a lot of their shit. 
Right. You know, it, it, there's like, you know, don't believe in science. Science is going to guide you the wrong way. Oh, hold on. It's got a text. Oh, yeah. But anyway. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I just don't believe to... in science. Go follow me on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because we're so conditioned uh, to forget that science is behind these everyday things that oh, we yeah. use. You know, I mean, just a regular beer bottle. Science, mm-hmm. you know, the science behind that is absolutely, absolutely amazing. But you forget it's science, and so now religion can use and play on everyday scientific things and use it as a guise to bitch against science. You know, to right. say science sucks, don't follow it. Follow me on Twitter. Right. You know, like yeah, absolutely. But I just, I just wanted to bring up that. Yeah, no, I totally subject, get it. And so. it's again, it's all boils down. The main thing for me is the hypocrisy, and like you just yeah. said, that's where, like you said, religion a lot of times a adopts science when it's convenient for them, but when it opposes them, it's like, that is ridiculous. And that's where the hypocrisy comes into play. And that's what I talked about, like the fluidity of religion, you know, accepting the LGBT community and stuff like that. And are they willing to change? If so, great. But where is the rest of the change? Where is them saying, you know what? Maybe Adam and Eve is just a bunch of malarkey that some dude wrote because he didn't know how to start this fucking book, you know? And again, unless Adam and Eve were writing their fucking journals who would have known about that story right and you know even when visions and god giving people visions i think is how is mushroom soup mushroom soup right that's it and you know again visions is that what we're going to go based on because if someone had visions in this day and age and was prophesizing them on youtube people would think that person is bat shit crazy even if the visions they were saying were in support of their religious beliefs well i mean going back to uh, david koresh well actually i was i was going to say um, ronald mcdonald <laughs> yes the religion of ronald mcdonald no uh mormons going back to that whole right. con- that's kind of what that is but if somebody was on youtube saying they had these visions but they present it in a very believable way mm. and they they sound articulate they they come across as not appearing to be crazy just their words are crazy yeah a majority of people will think they're nuts but imagine them the people that don't think they're nuts mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you have a new following right. a new cult which if it became big enough and became funded they would call it a religion God, we didn't even talk about Scientology. Fuck. Yeah. Well, we'll save that for a different day. Yeah, that can be its own <laughs> yes. fucking topic. Yep. But yeah, it's just like you're saying, these visions, like people constantly that are hardcore Christian on their social media, they'll post pictures of, you know, the sky when light is breaking through, and they are 100% convinced that's fucking angels, you know, farting on Athens or whatever, you know, or remember that whole era of time, you know, in our lifetime, maybe, I don't know, say 15 years ago or so, where it was old, it was one thing after another. Oh, toast that looks like Jesus. Yeah. A water stain that looks like Mary. A pizza that looks like Jesus. It's what? It's, it's people, a lot of times these visions, it's not even a vision. It's somebody that's translating and interpreting something to further support beliefs that they don't want to admit it, but they always have some level of doubt about. Yeah. It's funny you brought that up because I was just listening to a radio show the other day and it's a very askew show and they, they were doing paintings with their ash cheeks. Okay. Oh God. Yeah. Like they had the brush and there was, it was fucking just dirty. Okay. But I love the show. It it cracked me up Mm -hmm. and they were going to auction off these paintings. And then a viewer realized that one of the ass paintings looked like Jesus. And then everybody saw it. And that painting auctioned off for way, like almost four the times. The only difference amount. was he had brown eyes. Yeah. <laughs> they used brown paint too. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, but the whole matrix, uh, matrixing, you know, when, right. you, when you identify something out of nothing, you know, that's, that's all in your head, man. Yeah. I, I get it. So I don't have any advice for anyone to close the episode. The only thing I would say is if you are a hardcore believer, you have a ton of faith in whatever religion... Again, we don't condemn you, criticize you. At many times in my life, I wish I had that faith because I know it would make certain aspects of my life easier. And I have tried to be open-minded in just a couple years ago. It just furthered the hypocrisy on display in front of me and actually drove me even further away in the end. The only advice I would give, be respectful to other people's opinions. If you are a hardcore believer, don't make someone feel like they're going to hell. You don't necessarily know any better and just like you look at these factions of Christianity that the Catholics are morons, the Baptists are idiots, the Protestants are stupid. You know, they all think that they know 
exactly what's right when they should just be coming together if it's all just in the book with no opportunity for translation or interpretation. I get so upset when I drive, I was in some neighborhood door dashing a couple weeks ago, some apartment complex, and clearly two Mormon kids in their short sleeve, white button up shirts, ties, black pants, sitting eating like lunch by a lake in this apartment complex. And it's just like, ugh, why are they still doing this you know don't put it in my face the last time someone came to my door and tried to sell me religion i was in my 20s i looked at the guy and i said i'm a satan worshiper if you want to come inside let me talk to you they were out of there like you couldn't believe i wasn't a satan worshiper but i wanted to show them what it was like to have someone convince them to follow a belief pattern that they knew they were staunchly against well but imagine how much how much business they get from it. I mean, they, it's obviously profitable in some sort of way because they keep doing it. I just don't think they have anything better to do. I don't honestly think it's very effective. I mean... Maybe a rite of passage for the younger guys. That's why they send yeah, them out there. but in this day and age with social media and stuff like that, door-to-door knocking, that is nothing but a nuisance. I will tell you, even with DoorDash, 90% plus of the deliveries that I make have the instructions to leave it at my door. Yep. Even if it's pouring down rain outside and inevitably they will never open the door until you've driven away because it's like there's this i don't want him to see me it's weird almost no one wants you to hand it to him people have gotten so used to this level of privacy in their own homes that they just don't want to have that interaction if they don't have to and it has nothing to do with covid or anything like that it's just people are socially awkward now because they're so used to interacting with people in text or social media where they can oh i don't want to say that i'm going to delete that and retype it yeah in a virtual world right now we've all become like nosferatus like lurking around our own houses Right. Yeah. So so I don't know how effective it is. I would gather or guess that it's not very effective. But yeah, we'll definitely we'll have an upcoming episode and I'll make sure I have Stevie back whenever I get around to discussing Scientology. However, that will be its own episode. There's plenty to talk about that. So. Yes, there is. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Stevie Cade, for being on another episode of Jeff Becomes Jeff. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I'm Jeff. Take your penis out and put it in mommy or whatever. And I'm Jeff. If, there, if there's a hell, we're definitely going to it after this. Good night. Good <laughs> night.